Big League Magazine Run to the Finals podcast brought to you by Slater and Gordon. When you have a legal issue to tackle, call Slater and Gordon. 1-800-555-777. Now, I'm going to take your dancing around the studio, Pam Whaley, as the excitement in uh, you for our next guest, Chris Kennedy, NRL fantasy guru, alleged. He's got that on his Twitter account. Uh, alleged <laughs> uh, guru. Uh, also writes for NRL.com. G'day, Chris. Hi, how are you going? Yeah, really well. Great to have you on the program. And apparently there's um, all sorts of fantasy leagues out there. I'm not really aware of them. <laughs> apparently the very, only very person popular. involved. Yeah, you should yeah. probably get involved. You're missing yeah. out. Yeah, well, absolutely. You've got to hold my hand and talk me through this one. Um, let's go back to round 19. Some of the guys that were standouts there. Is there anyone that uh, that, that caught your attention from a um, fantasy points point of view? Well, certainly uh, Josh Mansell was the, the star of the week with a, a ridiculous 15 tackle breaks against Parramatta. Backing up from 80-odd uh, the game before, he was an absolute uh, match winner for a lot of head-to-head coaches who had him uh, this weekend. He's, uh, he's looking in great form for the run home. Is there anyone um, that kind of didn't really perform very well last week and who you need to hold coming into this round? Yeah, there's a few guys on just sort of the, the watch list. Uh, Jack DeBell and Heichel only brought in last week. Uh, pretty underwhelming. Uh, less minutes than we used, used to seeing from him, only 37. Um, Paul Gallon a little bit underwhelming, but backing up from Origin, that's uh, to be expected. Um, <clears throat> sorry, Jake Travojevic as well. His, uh, his minutes have sort of been on, on a downward spiral, unfortunately, so he could be a sell for a lot of coaches. And, uh, and Ryan James just in a little mini slump after some wonderful form earlier in the year. Chris, um, going into the run to the finals, do you go for players who are going to be, um, who are at the bottom of the table, going to be tackling a lot, going to be doing a lot of that stuff, or do you stick with sort of the the, the players that are outstanding and are, and expensive as well? Um, certainly, at this point, you want to buy the good players, and given the stage of the season we're in, the good players are mostly very expensive, but you can't really judge it from where they are on the table. So guys like, you know, Jack DeBell and Ryan James, who I just mentioned, have been doing great things all year, even though their teams have been sort of a little bit hot and cold and, and they're not really much better or worse than someone like a, a Corey Parker or, or Paul Gallen, whose teams are up, you know, further towards the top of the table. Um, if you're looking at defensive players um, like those tacklers, then it's it's almost better if they're, you know, going to be in a dogfight every week. But if you're looking at your your attacking guys, so you you know, for example, Anthony Milford's really gone downhill since the Broncos stopped winning so many games because he's such an attacking player. So your halves, your Thurston's, um, Milford's hunt, these sorts of guys you want to get from the, the good teams that score a lot of points. Mm. Is there a key metric? Are there any particular metrics that you go to uh, on a personal basis, Chris? Yeah, we talk about your, your base stats. So these are your reliable stats, your run meters, uh, your tackles, and your, uh, your kick meters. Um, so a kid like Nathan Cleary has come in. He's actually been really good because of his base stats. He gets through 30-plus tackles a week, and he kicks for 300 meters a week. So even when he's not scoring tries, which he's been doing a bit of and, and getting a lot of conversions, he still scores quite solidly because of these base stats. So that's your bread and butter for fantasy coaches. Chris, I need to ask you a very important question. Sioni oh. Matautia just went up in price because he was going great and now I have to sell him. Who do I buy? Well, have you got him uh, where we're in your centres? Yeah, wingers fullback. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's a tricky spot. The, uh, I mean, this is the time of year to, to consolidate. So it sort of depends how much money you've got to play with, but really want to bring in your guns, so your Tedesco's, your Munsters, your Mansors, these sort of guys. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not a whole lot of really appealing options in that mid-tier category. So your best option is to, if you've got two players who are mid-range and one of them's not in your best 17, then sell him, downgrade him for a 130-grand player who won't play and use the rest of the money to bring in someone like a Munster who's just going to be a star for you on the run home. 
Um, Chris, we're just thinking about um, Corey Norman, obviously, in a precarious position. We don't know whether he'll play for the rest of the season, whether he'll come back, and obviously he gets good points for Para. What would you do with him if he was in your team at the moment? I think he's definitely a sell. He's done quite a good job for coaches who brought him in through the, the buy rounds because Parramatta obviously played all those tricky buy rounds when the other uh, a lot of the other teams are unavailable. Um, but now that we're through that, uh, every team plays every week. There's so many good players in the halves. Um, I'd be selling Corey Norman. You know, he pro- almost certainly won't play this week and worst case, he misses the rest of the year. Mm. You can straight swap him to someone like a Jonathan Thurston who's actually available at quite a big discount to what he started the year at um, due to a few quiet scores through the origin period. So he's great value this week first and so you could just straight swap there and, and you're away. Hey, Chris, I want to ask a question. Adam Reynolds pulls out not um, an hour before the game, 30 minutes before the game in the game against the Broncos. What's that mean if he's in your fantasy team? Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, if you had him in your in your playing seventeen, it means you get a, an auto emergency. So someone, uh, a scoring player who wasn't in your seventeen, the lowest score out of all of them uh, is included in your team score, assuming you had one, um, and assuming there's if someone somehow got you know a negative score or zero, it wouldn't be them. It'd be your lowest positive score. Um, Adam Reynolds obviously hurting a few coaches this year with injuries in and out, so he's another one I'd be looking to straight swap onto your, your first ends and hunts for the run home. Yeah, right. Any other players you, you, you're looking at for round 20 and indeed maybe a little bit later on into the season that you think are going to be some a uh, bit of value there for, for the uh, players? In terms of value, the two best buyers this week, in my opinion, uh, Andrew McCulloch from the Broncos. It, it looks like they're running uh, one hooker with uh, with Nick Remery out injured, and he's actually um, a lot cheaper than he started the year at because he was losing minutes to Nick Arima earlier on. Now, Cody obviously back around round 23, so that's just in time to be a headache for head-to-head coaches. But for the next you know, month or so, um, you can get some real keeper-level scores out of Andrew McCulloch for someone who's much cheaper than you, you Cameron Smiths and, and Jake Friends. Um, the other one would be Conrad Hurrell, who came back um, after a mixed year um, with 36 points. He's, uh, he's very cheap this week, only about 156 grand, I think. So he's, um, if you want to swap, um, maybe maybe even Pam could get him in for, uh, for Sione Matadia. I've already you know, got him. Elsewhere. Uh. Oh. I already, got, already him. got him. I think Sorry, I'm going to go Munster. Yeah. Yeah, do it. Do it. Uh, yeah, ask Gareth yeah. Widdop whether he's playing well. Um, Conrad Hurrell, he was fantastic uh, last Friday night. Hey, Chris, great to chat. Um, feel like I've gone through a really important learning experience there. Um, Pam and uh, Maria are going to show me their teams, and uh, we're going to, uh, I reckon this time next year, I'll be right into uh, NRL well, Fantasy. To having you on board uh, for Fantasy for the start of next season and uh, really just watching you flourish throughout the year. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Chris. I, really, I don't know who's interviewing who. <laughs> I appreciate it. Thanks for your time, Chris. We'll, uh, we'll chat again soon. Thanks, AK. Thanks for having us. Uh, there is CK, uh, brought to you by Slater and Gordon, S-G, S-N-G, um, 1-800-555-777, tenuous link there.